It's the 14th year of Guest Align Playoff Edition, but it's the first year that we have six round one playoff games to talk about. Somebody hose me down. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by TurboTax. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, filing with 100% accuracy and getting your max refund guaranteed. So whether you've side hustled your way to playoff tickets, auctioned off those vintage jerseys or started a sports podcast of your own, hey, you're like me, switch to TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We're also brought to you by the Ringer.com and the Ringer Podcast Network. Nor Princiati and Kevin Clark, they did a Sunday reaction pod live. Yeah, live. They did it uh, on, on the Twitter, as the kids call it. So you can check out that podcast. Check out the Ringer NFL show all week. Warren Sharp is going to be on there twice breaking down the games. He's also coming on this podcast on Tuesday as well. And if you love the rewatchables, the 2020 slate is upon us, putting the first one up Monday night. It's going to be Bridesmaids, a really good movie. 10-year anniversary of it this year. So get ready for that one. Coming up, the cousin I, six playoff games, six. Good God almighty. First Pearl Jam. All right, taping this Sunday night, it is 8.30 Pacific time. We just witnessed a true abomination on Sunday Night Football. <laughs> NBC deserves it. The NFL deserves it. They gave us a terrible game, and it was even more terrible than we ever could have imagined. We saw a football team tank on national TV, Sal, with, with I would say, the poor Giants fans I hanging know. on a thread, but... I hate the Giants fans. I I'm glad too. they suffered. That was, it was wonderful. Why am I so irrationally upset right now about that game that I just saw? Like, yeah, who cares? The, the Giants are out. And let me tell you something. If I needed the Cowboys, I need the Eagles as a Cowboys fan. If the Cowboys had won earlier, I would not be here doing this podcast. I would tag one of my kids in. None of the walls would be standing in my house. I'd say, Archie, do this podcast. Read the parent corner. It's about you. No offense. Whatever. Here, just read these numbers, and that'll be that. But God, what? That you're right. We never see tanking, but that was as close as it gets. You can't well, see hurts out there. As you can't, know, I'm an NBA a hole. I'm an NBA hole, as uh, you call me. All right, Steph Curry. I'm, Let's hear I'm it. used. No, I'm used to tanking. Yeah. I'm used to seeing it. I'm used to all the machinations of it. When teams tank in the NBA, it never really affects anything. You know, it, it'll maybe affect a four seed or a five seed, something like that. It doesn't actually affect who makes the playoffs or not. 
in this case, this was so egregious and it was so obvious that it was happening. Yeah. And Al and Chris, I don't know if they were being electroshocked in the booth or what was going on. There was very like subtle under their breast stuff. And then finally, no, not the middle the end. End. Yeah, Chris, the end, Chris in the middle of goes, Al, I, I, I just hate this. I hate this. And they <laughs> I, finally I talked do about this. it. I couldn't do this if I was the Eagles. No, it, it was, I don't know that they should lose a draft pick or what, but, and it's one thing if you start Sudfeld to start, you know, the, if he starts the game, right? But to go for it on fourth and goal from the four and then Hertz is incomplete. And then you put Sudfeld in, like you were trying to win the game there, right? You could have kicked right. the field goal to tie. Why do you need Sudfeld? You don't find out if he's your backup until the preseason next year. Because oh, they were in there. Because they, they were tanking. tanking. I know. Here's the thing, though. Peterson has been so bad this year. Out of all the the non-fired coaches, Kingsbury, who we'll get to later, has is uh, the clear MVP of bad coaching. Peterson was the silver medalist. So yeah. when they blew that fourth and four, my rea- I wasn't thinking tanking at all. I was thinking like, oh, classic Eagles. Right. That's There's fine. Peterson being a jackass again not realizing that maybe they're tanking. So, you know, it's slightly significant, but not really significant. So they lose that game. Now they're in a two-way tie with Cincy for the five pick for the fifth Uh spot. And if they had won the game, they would have basically, but they would have been five, 10 and one. They would have dropped all the way to the 10th pick. So, yeah, I'd be was pretty worth- confident in your in your job status. And you, you really your employment you really do. Good for him if he could do that. But that was a mess. I don't know. That just bad left a bad taste. Like I said, we both hate the Giants, but that was really bad. And it was bad for NBC. They should have buried that game. That game shouldn't have been Sunday night. They should have known better. Show the Bears Packers. I don't care if the Packers didn't have anything to play for, which was the case they did. And the Bears would have too. Show Arizona Rams as bad as that was with backups. Bury this game. Can't take your victory lap now, uh, NFL, about getting through the season when ending on that disaster. Well, it should have been Rams-Cardinals because there was really no way that that game wasn't going to matter in some form. You know? Um, Well, if the Bears had beat the Packers. Arizona needed to win if the Bears had won. If the Bears had lost, which they did. Right. And if you're basically banking on the Packers, who've been the best team in the NFC, that they're just going to beat the Bears and then you're going to have an awesome game. Right. In this Washington Philly game, we already knew Philly had nothing to play for. So right. one of the two teams didn't care. And then you have the Eagles. Anyway, look, it was the perfect ending for one of the all time shit shows of a division ever. The Giants fans were miserable at the end. Peterson was on brand and NBC deserved it because I'm guessing they picked the game, right? They have their, first, they have the choice. Sure. Yeah. I think there's a couple that were protect, but not all three that I mentioned there. They, they could have definitely run something else there. I don't know. Uh, so uh, your team going backwards, your team has a chance to keep their hopes alive so that Philly would then have your destiny in your hands. Mm. You were out on this Cowboys season. You're trying to cross them off this whole year. And then yeah. we finally get to the moment and you're totally into it. You're, I was. You're, you're, you're hoping for the Giants come back and, uh, and they sucked you back in. I don't know how they did it. I can't lose to the Giants on the last game of the year. I don't care if it's a, if it's a, you know, it's an exhibition or what it is. I just, it doesn't feel right. So add that, the, the part where we could be division champs to the mess, um, you know, and I got all caught up in Andy Dalton stats against Dak Prescott. I'm like, oh my God, they're virtually, they're identical for the five games they each played or whatever. And uh, yeah, I bought into it. And then I was like, oh yeah, Zeke can't take two snaps in a row. He can't be in two plays in a row. Um, 
Dalton, I don't know, it's 36 degrees and, and kind of clear, and he can't compete a, complete a pass. And they just got off to a, a late start, and then they gave him some life in the fourth quarter, and the Giants uh, barely won. They suck too, though. You're right. The Giants suck. The game was terrible. Yeah. The NFC East, it was funny. I was watching the pregame show with, uh, and they go to Aikman because he's at the game. And he's like, I'll tell you, there's a lot of teams that wouldn't want to see Dallas if they got in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm thinking like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Every team would want to see Dallas. I think the NFC East became oh, like when you have like in your cupboard where you keep like the potato chips and the nachos and pretzels, all that stuff. But then nobody's gone grocery shopping for three weeks. And there's <laughs> like weeks. half a bag left of nachos. They're not even the nacho chips. They're not even like totally fresh anymore. They're a little stale, Yeah. but you keep opening the cupboard. You're hoping other stuff's in there. And then it's like, ah, these chips look pretty good. Right. And you kind of talk themselves in the chips. That was the NFC East this whole year. Yeah. And completely a stale and not for three weeks, but for 17 weeks. Yeah. You're oh right. yeah. And Aikman's yeah. staring in the cupboard and, and <laughs> he said with a straight face, like teams would be afraid of Dallas. It's like, what are you talking about? They can't stop anybody. I, I do feel bad. Stinks. I, I get it. They, they have to prop up the game, especially in pregame. Why would people watch? But I feel like guys are good. People are betting on these games. They have fantasy players. We're good. People are going to tune in. You don't have yeah. to say this is the greatest quarterback. This is the greatest defense. This, you know, Chase Young is going to the, the, the Hall of Fame. Like all that stuff. It's fine. Just save it. People are well, watching. And then the, the, the Eagles game, I feel like Al and Chris have the kind of job security to have a really honest, what is Philly doing conversation yeah. a half they, hour uh, as America's doing it instead of a half hour too late, which is what ended up happening. Like they're not firing Al. If anything, yeah. like Al's in an awesome spot because if the NFL got mad at him about talking about it, that's great. He goes down in a place of glory. He's like 80 right. anyway. He wasn't even going to all the games. They're right. not getting rid of Collinsworth either. I so think someone got in, in their ear. I think, think they told them not to ear. say anything. I think they said, listen, guys, I know. I'm sorry. We're putting you in a rough spot here, but please let it go to the two minute warning before you tee off. At least that. Give us that. We can't have a half hour of how this game sucks. Um, everyone's feeling it and it's wrong. And we're sorry we had to put you through this, but uh, you, you, you got two minutes at the end of the day. That's it. This could have been Al Michaels, Peter Finch and network moment. <laughs> he could have been his I'm mad as hell. And I'm not going to, there's a reference that goes right. over everybody's yeah. head who's under, over, under 40, but it, this could have been like this legendary Al Michaels going on this five minute rant about the integrity of football and how could they do this? And the Eagles should get fined. It would have been well, great. What, what is Peterson say now? They're going to ask him about this. What could he possibly say? We're checking to see who our backup is next year. Yeah. Or do we want to see our 27 year old backup? What the if fuck? anything, what? like I, I really, if I'm an Eagles fan, I really would have wanted to see what hurts did in a playoff type situation. Right. Yeah. Like why not? And, and it's not like Washington was pulling away. Like they were dying to give away that game. We it saw very weird, dude. It's very, we weird. saw a couple of the worst quarterback battles ever with actual stakes today. Yeah. And this was as bad as anything. The Alex Smith thing, it's a great story. Congratulations. He's the comeback player of the year, but he's going to be in a playoff game. Like, that's a disaster. He's terrible. Yeah. This is, this is going to, I don't, we're going to play against the Lions later and we have six games to go through, but I don't think they can score 20 points against any playoff team that's in here. Do any you think Dominican and Dominican Sue is going to take it easy on Alex Smith? Uh, aren't you terrified for that matchup? Like, just that one? <laughs> what this yeah. Is? It's, uh, it, it could get ugly. Uh, I don't know. That it was. 
absolutely ugly anyway watching that NFC East. And in a way, I wanted to say they were the most competitive division of all time, but I can't get away with that. So <laughs> seven and nine, that's as bad as anyone's done, right? Nobody's been six and ten and won a division. I don't I think, think seven and nine is as well. What was the the Panthers were seven and nine? Is that what they yeah, were? Yeah, and there was that like, Seahawks year, the beast mode year. They yeah, were like right. eight and eight, seven and nine, something like that. Yeah. Uh, unbelievably, they're going to host a playoff game, although there will be no fans there, but they are going to play right. uh, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And let's just talk about that one quickly. Well, Tampa- before, we, before we move on, could the Eagles have done that if fans were in the crowd? Uh, we're talking about fans. Oh, what what the hell would have happened? Like, would they? The fans oh, that's a great point. Nuts. They would have been yeah, that's a great everything. point. They would have thrown all kinds of shit. They couldn't have done that. That actually no. would have the, the players would have been yeah would have been in trouble from a they would safety have stopped standpoint. Stop the game early. Yeah, yeah. So Washington's playing Tampa, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, and my man Tom ended up with forty TDs. Somehow. You're a man. I'm gonna kill you and Hench on this text chain. But yes, he had forty touchdowns and uh, and four thousand yards. Right? No, what did he have? Four thousand yards? I think so. But there was a lot of stat padding. Let's be honest. He had a thousand yards in the last two weeks against a thousand fifty six yards uh against uh what was it? Detroit the Lions. And Atlanta. Yeah. All against right, the but- Lions team that rolled over and an Atlanta team that I don't know what was going on, but Matt Ryan had to do his classic. Oh, one more time. I'm just gonna do my dick tease comeback for you. <laughs> and and then I'll screw up inside the five yard line like I always do. I I'll say this though. He Mahomes had trouble putting points up against Atlanta. I know teams are just just doing so much to win or whatever. It doesn't matter. But we discussed um, Tampa's going to get some second place votes, I think, for MVP here or get or get enough votes to put him in the running for second place here, assuming that Rodgers wins it. Right. That's crazy. That's blasphemy. He's not an MVP. They had like a hundred weapons. I'm saying he's going to get votes, though. People will feel bad. Like people will feel for top. I would have Rodgers over and Mahomes and Henry. Yeah. And I there are no other votes. So, so don't you think that's the top three, right? That is good. They could make it like this is screw it. This is the year of the running back. We're going to give it Derrick Henry top 2000 yards. And we're going to give it to Jonathan Taylor for offensive rookie of the year because he was freaking phenomenal, too. Yeah, but they won't. It'll, it'll well, go Rodgers. Your favorite team, Atlanta, is in a two way tie for the four spot mm. with Houston. But Houston gives their pick to Miami. Right. So there's some sort of tiebreaker thing. But Miami has gets the fourth pick. And we're going to talk about let's take a break and then we'll talk about the two a disaster. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside LDA 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. 
sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, so the bad news for Miami, they somehow blew a game to a Buffalo team that only put their starters for a half. They gave up 56 points. And Tua, who we took apart last week on this podcast, was even worse this week. And now if you're Miami, you have the fourth pick in the draft. It's two spots away from being able to get a quarterback unless you try to trade up for one of those dudes. Oh, you also have to figure Tua, out the Tua thing. If they thing. had Tua and Trevor Lawrence, that would be terrific. Those guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, if you're the Jets, do you do number two for Tua and the four? Well, here's what's interesting now. Urban Meyer, Ohio, Ohio State's Urban Meyer, now works for Fox and was seen in the stadium there when Clemson played Ohio State. Yeah. There's rumors about him taking the Jacksonville job. Now, if he takes the Jacksonville job and gets his guy Fields with the first pick, we're not far off from that. And then all the Jets haters, <laughs> you know, all the Jets fans that hate their team could get a shot at Trevor Lawrence or get Justin Fields, who is looking like a, uh, you know, a substantial quarterback right now. But can you imagine Urban Meyer and Jack? I mean, that's a huge offseason story. If it's Urban Meyer and he's picking uh, Justin Fields one for Jacksonville. Well, what if Trevor Lawrence doesn't come out? That's another thing. Yeah. I, I would say the most Jetsy scenario would be <laughs> Urban Meyer going to Jacksonville, him saying, I'm going to actually take Justin Fields. We're either awesome. going to take him at one or trade down. And then Lawrence, I'm like being like, I'm good. That'd be great. We go back one more year in college. That's great. And then, and then the Jets are like, ah. Jets win four games by accident next year, and it's not enough to get the one pick. That's good. Tua, Tua should be on the Jets. The way he's been playing, I think he would be I, a perfect Jet. You know, I feel like you're like, oh, all my my buddies who like college say Tua was one of the greatest players. Like, I'm watching a different player. This guy yeah. can't scramble on third and two. They don't want him to scramble. He's either set it up with Flores or whatever, but he's like, I'm not going to run on third and short. I know I can make it, but I want to be a pocket quarterback. Um, that's we have, not, uh, that's not the guy they drafted. Ben Glicksman, beloved ringer editor, who is to his number one fan. He's on the, it's all Chan Gailey's fault corner, which I really respect. Interesting. They're just like, basically they won't let Tua cook. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like we've seen Tua make some dishes and they all broke. <laughs> right. <laughs> like he's just throwing the ball to the other team. Like yeah. it's not even like these he aren't just interceptions. Ones. They're like mega interceptions. So Buffalo. I will I'll say that before we get off Miami and people talk about Flores. I think it was one, two for coach of the year, along with um Stefanski and uh and Bill's coach there. Uh what's the matter? He can't Flores can't be coached. He can't do it, right? And no. they have to be like, listen, nothing personal, but if you have a chance to clinch a playoff spot and you allow 56 points. It's just policy. We can't give it to you. It has nothing to do with like, you know, what we feel about you as a person or something, but you, you can't win it. Well, there's point. a bunch of stuff going on in that game. So through 17 weeks, if I had said to you in August, who do you think is the single biggest COVID scratch of the season? And I gave you odds. I put a hundred players on the list. Fitzpatrick would not have been one of the hundred players. Wow. 
No, that was wouldn't. the biggest COVID scratch of the whole season. Cause I think they would have beaten Buffalo or at least mm-hmm. they would have been able to match points. Buffalo was clearly only playing their starters for a half Two it was so bad. The game was over with eight minutes left in the second quarter. If Fitz is in there, at least they could have tried to make a comeback second half down 10 against the back. They did score first possession out of the second half. Right. And I think I texted yeah. you. I'm like Dolphins plus 420 live. Should we do it? And you're like, intriguing. <laughs> like no way. Fucking four seconds later, interception. Like, never mind. We're out. Yeah. Well, um, the, I don't know, man. I, the Bills might just be, they might just truck everybody. Doesn't matter if they're, they care to win or they don't care to win. Like, um, you know, I was thinking two seed. Then I was thinking like, who cares? It doesn't matter to them if they go on the road or what. But no, I'm going to say something now. I think they're the team to beat and not the Chiefs. I really do. I am with you. And about five days ago, bet on a Bucks. uh, Bucks Bills Super Bowl. Pretty good. That was like 25 to one because I felt like that might even been 27 to one. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. I'm with you. I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC. Now, yep. I wouldn't want to bet against Mahomes in a playoff game, but um, we were saying this, I think, three, four weeks ago. If you're a really good team on the rise, like we thought Buffalo might be, do you take care of business in these last couple of weeks, you know? And they just like were demolishing people. You could argue they were better off letting Miami into the playoffs. Right. Because it seemed pretty obvious Pittsburgh was going to lose, although they certainly made it pretty hairy against Cleveland. But then Buffalo would have gotten to play Tua in round one or Fitzpatrick coming off COVID. Either way, that's so much easier than the Colts. The Colts are like a frisky seven seed. It's tough because you don't want to let karma buy. It depends what kind of what, where, what kind of headspace your coach is in, right? So yeah. McDermott's like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't believe in that stuff. Let's just take care of business. Let's get in the playoffs on a roll. I like it. Yeah, they're in a good spot. And but who, so what do they play now? They play, um, they play the Colts. Yeah. So that, I don't know what to think of the Colts. Like, I'm in one sense, I'm terrified of them, and on, on the other hand, I'm like, this is definitely the team we need to bet against, right? Well, or the quarterback we need to bet against. Right. Yeah, Buffalo. I, the irony of them having this magical season. Well, I'm with you. I think they're the team to beat in the AFC. I don't care about the one seed, two seed thing. They're they're playing. They've been playing the best for the last six weeks, and we've yep. learned over the years like that's really what you have to look at coming down the stretch. And yet, it's COVID era. They can't have a packed house. They don't get. You know, they're getting at least two playoff games here. They don't. They're going to have what five thousand fans, six thousand yeah. fans mm-hmm. for each one. I feel bad for their fans because. You could feel it in some of these games today. I, I miss the crowds today. Today, because there were real stakes today. And it's like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, there's really, you know, yeah, right. no noise, no fans. It's just weird. No, we talked about this last week. The Bills fans have never seen Stefan Diggs play. Right. Like, they live in the, in, the, in the stadium. Like, this is, uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a strange year. I, I'm shocked they got through it. What kind of odds would you give that they would get through all, like, when we were doing, like, fantasy drafts, like, all right. We're just going through the motions here. We know this is going to be miserable. And then all the all the like postponements by two days, three days. Can you believe they got through every freaking game? Yeah, there was a moment, I'm going to say seven, seventh, eighth week, when we just assumed they're going to have to expand the playoffs. Right. It's like, why aren't they? We thought there's going to be eight now? playoff teams. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't happen. So Brown Steelers, that was the other one from the early games. Mm-hmm. The Browns were like 10-point favorites. Everybody and their brother had them in a parlay. Mm-hmm. And Mason Rudolph's really not that good. 
and yet they're hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. He he uncorks some long pass. It's caught. All yeah. of a sudden, they're going to score, and it comes down to a two-point. Didn't get it, but I was like the last person to realize how funny it would be if Mason Rudolph knocked the Browns oh, out yeah. of the playoffs. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. even on my radar. But, um, you know, I look at, like, the Browns, Washington, these teams that they're in the playoffs, like, yeah, we made it, but we watch them, and it's like, you guys barely made it, and it wasn't impressive. And, okay, now you're in the playoffs, but I don't think Cleveland's going to be Pittsburgh. Do you? I don't either. And I think the Chiefs lucked out because those are the two teams I'd want to play the most. Like if the Dolphins were in there, I'd want to play the Dolphins more than anyone. But if you have a second round matchup, winner of the Steelers-Browns is as, as good as it gets for the Chiefs, barring any upset in the other games, right? So, um, well, no, if you're the I, don't Chiefs. What, I don't know what Steelers team is going to show up next week. Is it the Roethlisberger that... You pick up where they left off against the Colts. You don't. You don't know that you're going to get that. So if you're KC, you're looking at this, and if the Browns can somehow beat the Steelers, not inconceivable considering the Steelers weren't exactly lighting it up down the stretch. Right. Then you're pushing Tennessee, Baltimore toward Buffalo, and you could argue Tennessee and Baltimore are the either the fourth and third best teams in the in the conference. So you're rooting for the Browns. You want the you're Browns. rooting for the Browns. Yeah, the Browns want, are not good. You want the Browns to lose at three six. They don't they don't scare you as much as any of those other teams you mentioned. Ravens are flying high. They have revenge on their mind, right? Um, you know, Bills we already talked about, and the Steelers just because they you know Tomlin's got playoff experience. You don't want to match up with them, but yeah, the Browns is that's the ideal second round matchup. Well, wait a second. Go back to the the Ravens flying high for a second. You don't like so, that they haven't played anyone. So they beat your shitty team. Oh. They beat the Browns 47-42 in the Lamar might have pooped his pants game. It's a good game, though. That's a good win. Good win. Yeah. They beat the Jags. They beat the Giants. They beat the Bengals. hmm I am not... Uh, nothing has impressed me with them really? the whole season. I think they're the good bad team. Now... Hmm. Could they get their shit together in the playoffs? Maybe. I just think there's not a lot of evidence if you go through their schedule. Their best win was that 24-10 Colts win, which was, what, two months ago? Yeah, or the Browns win. I still think that Browns Monday get, night. That was a, that was a pick em game. They went in there and they won. And but they gave was, up 42 points to the Browns, though. Yeah. I mean, that, it's not, I'm not bragging about that game, especially when the Browns can't even, you know... I get it. None of these teams other than the Bills have been impressive in the last month in terms of like defensively. Like the Titans are fun to watch. There's no way they're winning three in a row, right? With that defense. But the Ravens, I think with a chip on their shoulder, look, you just want your team to be hot, right? Like you could say, oh, who did Tom Brady beat? He beat Detroit and Atlanta. This is as hot as he's been going into the playoffs in years, right? Uh, Lamar has back-to-back thousand-yard rushing seasons. You know, he only threw, what, 18 Mm. times? But I don't know. You want everything clicking. These guys aren't going to be able to practice, right? What do all these quarterbacks do? They're going to have to just go home for the whole week. Do they practice at all? Probably take some, take a couple of days, right? I don't know. I don't know. You saw Aaron Rodgers. He's like, hey, what do you say to your team? He's like, don't get COVID. That was his only message. <laughs> that's it. Hide that's, in your room. Play Sega. That's also a message <laughs> for my team. Yeah. Um, two more games quickly to talk about. Packers, Bears. 
there's a lot of Trubisky gambling buzz mm. heading toward this game. I think you might have even dabbled. Did you I'm dabble? an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I had the Bears all over the place. All over the place. It's plus 10 and a half, plus 11 and a half, plus 5 so, and a half. And Mitch, Mitch becomes Mitch. The Bears defense, who uh, was supposed to be their strong point, no. Rodgers finishes 13 and 3. He's going to win another MVP. Mm hmm. It's amazing to me that five weeks ago we had given the MVP to Mahomes. We should just tuck this away next time we're, I know. You're right. we're talking about the NFL MVP because it, it shifted three times. We yep. went first month of the year is going to be Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Then it shifted to somebody else. But actually, who was it before Mahomes? Wasn't. I mean, who else could it have been? Was it Mahomes right been. away? I guess it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Well, now yeah. it's Rodgers. Well, so I, uh, and, and somehow the bears made the playoffs anyway, which is hilarious. Yeah, they made it. They were scoreboard watching. They saw Arizona was losing. They're like, all right, we don't have to go too crazy here. And, uh, yeah, and also, they're like, I'm who's Strebler? I'm not that yeah. my card. <laughs> Why do we, uh, and also I'm not that excited to bet against them and the, and uh, against the saints. Are you? Yeah, no, I, I can't wait to talk about that one. All right. So we had cards, Rams. I, the Rams were the only straight up bet I had today. I was all in on Wolford. First, first throw, pick six. Starts right. it off that way. I was in my car driving my daughter to a soccer game, <laughs> listening to that. Almost like veered into another lane. But then they kind of settled down and were really helped by Cliff Kingsbury, who I finally made back a lot of the money I lost on Good job because of you. Cliff this week. Yep. Where near the end of the first half, he somehow ends up getting a pick six. With his uh, with his backup QB, that changed the game. You knew they weren't going to win after that. Kyler mm -hmm. was limping around. Their body language looked terrible, and uh, and that's it for the Cards, a team that was really bad for about two months there, save for the the uh, the Hail Mary. So the Rams make it. Well, let, Nobody... let's talk. Let's talk about the card. We can't we can't gloss over what Cliff Kingsbury has accomplished here. Who did he lose? Who were his last four losses? Was it Colt McCoy? Was it Hertz? Was it Bethard? And was it Wolford? Are those the four? Did I yeah. get that right? And and barely beat Tua. <laughs> Tua the Tua, Tua yeah, fits right. combo. Oh my God. Oh no. Right, right. Yeah. No, Cam, beat Cam, Cam Newton. I'm sorry. He lost to Cam. Lost to Cam. Lost to Bethard. Lost to Wolford. And yeah. That's yes. that's bad enough. Lost to uh that stretch. Lost to Tua. I don't Tua's only good moment of the right. whole year. Yeah. So yeah, you had high hopes, but I think you had a little money sprinkled on uh, Kyla Murray to a Super Bowl, didn't you? And now neither of those teams are in the playoffs. I had a little sprinkled on that, and I had a little sprinkled on Kyler MVP. And yeah. as always, I'm an idiot. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, um, we're bad at this. Both Arizona, both. Arizona finishes eight and eight somehow. I don't uh, know what the Rams do with Wolford because I actually thought he found his sea legs there and he can run a little bit. And uh, more importantly, he's not Jared Goff. The part, the parlay. Let's go to the parlay murderer right now. <laughs> the parlay murderer. Are you coming back for round one? I said that when I was looking when I was looking up Wolford and Wikipedia. All it said was he's not Jared Goff. I'm like, all right, good enough for me. I'll take him plus three. <laughs> I, I would you want to play Jared Goff with a healthy thumb? No. I'm not sure. So now he's know. got an injured thumb he's going to play? That sounds terrible. Yeah. I don't want to play him. So I, I, my guess is Wolford might actually start that game. Plus they'll have Cooper Cup back. Mm -hmm. um, David, let's, let's, let's be fair. They scored 11 points other than the pick six. Right. Actually, 
they had the safety too. So they had a safety and a pick six. So their defense <laughs> gave them nine of the 18 points. That was a bad game. And yet so miles ahead of what we just saw on, on NBC. But yeah. if you're if you're the Rams, though, you just want somebody who's not going to give the ball to the other team, which Wolford only did once. Goff usually tries to do it twice. Well, this is another thing. You talked about MVP. Def- defensive player of the year was TJ Watt. He led in sacks and everything else. And now he didn't play today. And back comes Aaron Donald. Like, yeah. You know, freaking crazy crazy ass game the numbers won't even say as 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 uh as great as he played today he may have stolen that that award finally the best player in football can get an award it's nice yeah you and i watch a lot of football and i watched for some reason more rams than other teams and mm-hmm. donald five times a game they'll show like he's just being double teamed yeah right the, the other team's offensive line and their running backs and their tight ends their number one objective is to not let Donald do stuff. Still gets no other team in the week. Yeah. He's still somehow going by dudes. He's tossing right. people. He's by far the best defensive player. He should right. win that. Last one to talk about really quick. Texans Titans. Mm-hmm. I was on a soccer field just enjoying this game through your text. Um, it was the game <laughs> of the day. Henry went over 2000 yards. Yeah. He finished with 2027 20, and 17 TDs. And Yet they almost blew the game. And then Tannehill throw, pulls this bomb out of his ass. It was like the Texans were tanking. They don't have a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Sets up this winning field goal from some dude, Sloman, who wasn't even on the team a week ago. Mm-hmm. And they get it. And I don't know what it means for them for next week. Does that give them momentum? Is it like, <laughs> I don't know what to take away. I don't know either. So if they lose that, they're on the road against Buffalo. So it's probably over then, right? So as it is now, yeah. they're home against Ravens. Who, who they beat last year, right? Um, I don't have a lot of confidence in this team. Maybe they get past the Ravens, but this is a defense you cannot count, like a secondary that's not going to win in the playoffs two weeks in a row. Just it's a terrible happen. defense, yeah. yeah. But Henry's great, and it's you know, they do have game breakers, and it's, it's certainly not a team you'd necessarily look forward to seeing because no. if they go up 10 nothing and they can do the Derrick Henry thing. Mm-hmm. So he wins, he wins the rushing title. Uh, Dalvin Cook was second. Can you name who finished third? Third uh, in rushing for the entire season. Wasn't Chubb. Wasn't, I'll give you uh, three guesses. Okay, hold on. Let me just go to a division. So you say Chubb is a guess or it's not a guess? No, no, no. You're giving me... No, no I don't think he played enough to for it to be. All right, so no Chubb. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I don't, I'm just, let me just go through the division. The, the listeners at home can play as well because this is a great answer. I don't think you're going to get it because I never would have gotten it. Uh, shit. Wait a minute. Why can't I get this? Uh, it's, it's not. You're not getting it. Go ahead. Just tell me. I'm fried right now. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, it is Taylor. All right. Well, I mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He snuck in there. (laughs) They like gave up on him halfway through the year. They were Mm -hmm. giving all his carries to Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines. Yeah. Uh, can you name who won the passing yards title? I know that because. Well, that that was that was part of why I like the Texans today. Watson need like two eighty three to pass Mahomes, who was sitting, and I know he won the passing title, and I know he paid twenty to one odds. Really? And what did you say, Henry? Uh, paid six to one. What? Why does this always make sense when we look at it? Henry was six to one. You're going to tell me most touchdowns now? I was in two fantasy drafts where. Clyde Edwards Hilaire was treated with more respect than Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. Two. Right. Not one, two. Right. Um, Brady finished with 40 TDs. And then can you name who won the receiving title? You probably know this one. Too. I know it's Diggs, right? Yeah. 
Dig set. Fifteen thirty-five. Remember before the year, Thomas was the favorite, mm-hmm. and then I think Hopkins was second. Mm-hmm. And so, just something to file away for next year. Those kind of six to twenty to one odds. On well, those Adams titles. had Adams was uh, ten to one for receiving touchdowns. He won that, right? That's a good one. And Rodgers okay. was twenty to one for passing touchdowns. Yeah, where do um, these numbers all come from? We're gonna take a break and then we're gonna play. I'm really I'm a lot of foreplay before we do guess the lines for the <laughs> for the super round one. Uh, we're gonna play. Is this it? Oh, but first we're gonna take a break. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system, comprehensive protection for your whole home, a great way to keep you and your loved ones safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all, y'all packed up your car at like 1130 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah, all they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe, named best home security system in 2024 by US News and World Report, recognized for the best customer service and home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash BS. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com slash BS. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. This episode is brought to you by Netflix. They say a gentleman always keeps his word, but I can't repeat any of the words that the weed-dealing, gambling, murdering aristocrats say in The Gentleman. Guy Ritchie's first TV show ever, only on Netflix, based on his award-winning film, The Gentleman Series stars Theo James, my guy from White Lotus, and a whole new cast of criminal lords and ladies slumming it in Britain's criminal underworld. Guns out, pinkies up. Don't miss The Gentleman, now playing only on Netflix. All right, we're back and we're going to play a game called Is This It? <laughs> Matt Stafford and the Lions, is this it? Should I take my shirt off for this? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be some weird trade. I do, and I think he's part of it. Weird trade, like what do you mean? I think he, these guys jump around. Sam Darnold, Stafford, you're going to see a bunch of weird stuff going on. Do you have inside info? Uh, I can't say. You know, Al do, and do, Chris. Do you have info that Howie Long and Michael Strahan <laughs> took steroids? What the hell was that? <laughs> oh my God, Terry oh, Bradshaw. Terry. Get him some air. Come Terry, on, Terry. Stay with us. We'll we get through you. it. Terry, there's only a few more weeks. You could do this. So I, what think, do you think? You think it's it? I think Stafford needs a change of scenery. Yeah. Um, which leads next. The next is this. Well, it. when Matt your Ra- wife is going off on all the locals. 
Yeah. Uh, if that just happened and you weren't on a team, you would probably move, right? Like if she's arguing with the 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 convenience store owner um, three times a week, I'm like, oh shit, we gotta get out of here or something. I think that's kind of what's going on with the Staffords. How about Matt Ryan and the Falcons? I don't know what the hell goes on there. What did you say? They have a fifth, like the fifth pick or something? They have the third pick. He's not that old is the thing. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, he's 35. So, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a Phil Rivers thing. You have Phil Rivers coming up next. Would you do a Ryan Stafford? Who throws in a pick for that? Ooh. Probably Detroit, right? Yeah, I think so. Like a third round pick? Yeah, you but can't they, be too much. It can't be. This is why the NFL is no fun because it's impossible to have trades. I know, Phil they Ri- don't ever do it. Phil Rivers, is this it? Yeah, I think it is. But he's only 31, right? Am I crazy? <laughs> no, he's like 39. <laughs> Here's the thing. I I was on this podcast years ago making the case that Romo is going to be the next guy. I'm on this podcast now. Phil Rivers is our savior for Monday Night Football. Interesting. Okay. Because... Look, all due respect, I actually like Levy, but uh, the Brian Greasy Lewis Ritter combo, mm. it, it was just, it was just vanilla. It wasn't interesting. Mm-hmm. It was, it was perfectly serviceable. I don't know if I want perfectly serviceable for my Monday Night game. I need somebody who brings something, you know. And I, I think Rivers, he just checks all the boxes. He's always been a great interview. He's super candid. Yeah, I, he's he just played. He's played against all these dudes, and I I I don't know if he'd be as good as Romo, but I think he'd be really good, and I hope he does it. I think he's pretty good. I think we asked him to do a thing. He did a thing for us for Kimmel once, and he was a little reluctant to 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 you know get involved in all the weird weird stuff we had written for him. But I guess that has nothing to do with being in a in a in a booth. You think he could you could do the play by? I'm not, I don't know. We haven't heard. Have we heard him like do this coverage like? He's fine in interviews. Well, the other thing I thought was Boomer's really good. I thought he Boomer is. was good today. And I've always thought Boomer was good on the radio. And Boomer's in the studio. I get it. He has a show on the fan, all that stuff. But maybe Boomer should be the guy. There are a few times you could have convinced me he was Romo, right? If you're not listening, it's a kind of sound. They sound alike. They have kind of the same cadence. And he's very thoughtful. And uh, yeah, he yeah, did inside the I would NFL say he's for the- years. I think he's the Straight. second best guy behind uh, behind Romo. And then I would have Collinsworth third. All right. That's fair. Actually, I did, Akeem Tlaib probably third. <laughs> I was, was wondering, where, how did they not find a slot for Akeem Tlaib? He should have been calling that Sunday night game. That's oh what my I God. needed. Well, he should have been in the game with Chris Myers. Chris Myers had a team with a winning record for the first right. time since 2004. That's right. They should have <laughs> given him Akeem. It's in his contract. An- <laughs> Anthony Lynn is the sit. Uh, yeah, I think it is. You think it is? Yeah, okay. I think it is. I think it's tough to. Um, so now he's two years removed from twelve and four, right? Yeah. But see, the problem is, I don't think, and not that it's a problem, it's good for him, and I like him, but I don't think he's lost the clubhouse, right? Do you think he has? He hasn't lost the locker room. I would keep him. Do they keep him? I just don't think there's, a, unless there's some awesome option. But what do you care? You're in LA. Nah. Nobody, nobody in LA cares about the team anyway, and the team likes him. Just keep uh, him. It's just a cursed team, it really is. Carson Wentz obviously is this it. I would say it's it. Oh, it was a report today. It's a fractured relationship with, uh, with I would Peterson, hope so. Right. Yeah. But is it as easy as going to the Colts? I mean, if you say that Frank Reich is the reason he, he was as good as he was anyway. That's a lot of money to yeah. show out if you're Philly, 
But if you have Hertz on a rookie contract, maybe it evens out. And if you think Hertz is better, but well, now you got to pay Sudfeld like thirty-five million dollars. <laughs> True, I forgot about Sudfeld's yeah. contract run. <laughs> Tua in Miami is this it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's it for me. <laughs> for I don't know. Uh, they they got to do something different there, though. Maybe that's it for Chan Gailey. Would you trade the fifth pick and Jalen Hurts for the fourth pick and Tua? Who says no? Wait, who's who? Oh, Philly. So oh. Philly gets Tua and the fourth pick. I could see that working. For Hurts and the fifth pick. And then Tua and Hurts are in a story together again. Mm-hmm. They're just linked forever. Yeah, fun one. Um, Darnold and the Jets. Darnold was just awful today. I'm sitting there. I have two iPads and the hotel room TV. Did you and bet the Jets? You bet the Jets, didn't you? I didn't bet on the Jets. Oh, I had a million dollar pick. Oh, yeah, that's where I saw you had them. Yeah, right. I got nervous because it seemed like the Pats were going to try and I couldn't figure it out. But it, Hench and I were saying it made sense because Belichick, he's, he, he whips on these first round picks every year. So you might as well. What do you care if you're 10th or 15? Right. Um, so anyway, they're running trick plays. They're down 14 7. They're running trick plays, throwing it back to Cam, trying to win. It's like, what are you guys doing? It was looking um, for a minute where Cam was going to have as many um, touchdown receptions as he had touchdown passes on the year. But then he, that would have been he, fun. Even that was close. Darnold was really bad. Yeah. Really bad. If that was an audition for next year, he he failed. Cam Newton, is this it? Um, yeah. Right? Is this it for him as an NFL quarterback, oh. as a starter? Because hmm. I would say yes. I think only if he wants it to be. I don't. I don't. I think it will have to be his call. As oh, as a starter, as hmm. a starter. I just don't think he's a starter anymore. Go back to Carolina. I don't know what he could do. Yeah, I'm, I'm going through the teams in my head that aren't going to draft a quarterback. And yeah, that might be it for Cam. I was on a thread with some Pats fans today, trying to figure out if somebody made a YouTube clip of every throw that Cam either badly underthrew or badly overthrew a receiver this year how many throws would be on the clip. Mm-hmm. And it was, the, the decision was somewhere between 120 and 150. <laughs> that's not Completely true. uncatchable passes. No. So I'm just ten, telling you. It's 10 eight, a game. We, we said eight a game. Eight a game. Eight, 15 starts was eight a game. It's like easily eight a game. Might've been 10. There were some games he only threw 12 passes, but you might be right. Probably 10 of them were bad. Their receiver drills this year, they have to teach the receivers to dive straight down when they're <laughs> wide open or jump jump way up to try to get like a finger on a pass. Our, God, buddy, he was our terrible. buddy Alec last Monday bet Cam to throw an interception. And he's like, I screwed up. He's just too inaccurate to throw an interception. Right. He's just too bad. He can't. He's throwing the defense off. He's not. His passes aren't anywhere close. Last one. Bill Belichick is the sit. Nah. You don't see him leaving? No, nah, not like this. Okay. You I think he's, stay- he's staying, right? I think so, but it's also one of those things that if it was breaking, Bill Belichick retires or Bill Belichick steps back for a year, turns it over to Josh Daniel- McDaniels. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'd be shocked. Right. He, do and you I think he thinks he could win the division next year? I don't know. They have $60 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. They're great. They have some good picks. And uh, the problem is just the last couple drafts, but I don't know. All right, we uh, it's time. We're gonna do guest alliance. We'll take one more break, and then we're ready to go. The playoffs are my favorite time of year. Can't wait to bet all the action this weekend on FanDuel Sportsbook. If you've never tried FanDuel before, the playoffs are the perfect time to give it a shot. Right now, new users get an exclusive twenty-five to one odds boost. 
on any team to win during the wild card round this weekend. That's right. 25 to 1 odds. Any team, any playoff game this weekend. Sal and I are about to break down all the playoff games. I would say safest bet is the Bucks against uh, the NFC's corpse. Just, just, just do the blind Bucks. Put them in. 25 to 1 odds. Great. Sounds awesome. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. I've been betting football and FanDuel all season long. It's easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet, fast withdrawals when you win, a range of betting options, player pops, futures, find whatever bet you're looking for. They have all of them. Easy to place your bet fast during a game too if you see a trend you like. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use promo code BS so they know I sent you FanDuel Sportsbook promo code BS must be 21 plus present in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee. New users only must wager on designated boost market deposit required. Max bonus, $125. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700 in Colorado. 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois. 800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Oh, man. Well, we pushed for this idea for years. The seventh seed in each conference. Yeah. Three playoff games in each conference. The big fair was what it would do to you psychologically, physically, <laughs> and emotionally. Having having that, that fifth and sixth game, the three a day. The, the, all, I, how are you feeling? You're, you're five days away now. It's tough. I, that Eagles... Washington game that I didn't even care to watch took a lot out of me just the way it went down. So, um, no, I'm excited for three and three. That's going to be fun. There's a Sunday night game, playoff game next, next week. That's tremendous. Somehow, and, and I picked the Shakey's game. This is better than hitting any parlay. I nailed the Shakey's game. Well, let's go. Let's, let's explain for the new listeners. The old listeners yeah. know what the Shakey's game is, but explain it. Well, Shakey's game is every year, uh, our uh, West Coast Football League that you got kicked out of and quit um, would I didn't celebrate. quit. I, I, I left. <laughs> oh, you left. Okay. Uh, we would do the banquet at Shakey's, and that's where we would settle the finances. Now, Shakey's is a, a dive pizza place, and the one in Hollywood is as divey as it gets with all kinds of characters. And uh, you, you, you can't Oh, you even should imagine. see it now. You should see that that area what now, do you mean now during, the, oh, that during area. the COVID era. Yeah. Oh, really? It, it was like Beverly Hills five years ago compared to right now. Yeah. Yeah. People it's, setting it's up rough. tents under the table. Like it's, it's yeah. really, it's, it's, uh, it's bad. It's messy. And of course we have enough money, thank God, to go anywhere. But we're like, no, we're going to Shakey's. That's where we're eating. And we're watching the first playoff game, which is that Saturday. What time? So like, Eleven. Oh no, it was Pacific like 1 time. O'clock. Yeah, Pacific time. It's one. The best one. one was the Tebow Steelers game. I think was the greatest Shakey's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we had to do it a different day. That year. yes, it was. Uh, that was. Um, well, people tell us that was a night game though. So I don't know. There were there were a few of them. The, the Ravens Patriots, right? It was one with Flacco. Ravens Broncos. Ravens Broncos. Ravens Broncos. That, that was yeah the best the, one. the the long Flacco. Yes, pass. that was the best. Uh, Shaky's game. But anyway, so it's, but it's typically the worst. Like, you know, Andy Dalton has appeared in the Shaky's game. Uh, Matt Schaub has appeared in the Shaky's game many times. It typically matches the least interesting game of the playoffs in the well, first round, right? There's a checklist, and it's like, can we get an AFC South team in here? Right. Um, 
is Andy Dalton or Matt Schaub playing? <laughs> right. it's, there's a couple, couple things, but you kind of know it when you see it. Yeah. And this year we had a lot of trouble seeing it because, you know, you would think the default would be the NFC East team would be the obvious shakies team. Sure. Because they're just awful, but you know they're playing Tampa Bay. Do you bury Tampa Bay in the Shakey's game? No. So what was your prediction? Not burying him. Probably not putting Russ in there. Probably not putting Breeze in there. Um, Brown Steelers, as weird as it is, I didn't think it was that was going there. Um, and Rams in Seattle is on the West Coast, so it wasn't going to be that one. So I settled on uh, Indy at Buffalo, and that's what it was. Very. I exciting. thought it was going to be Pittsburgh, Cleveland. You did. Because for a couple of reasons, one, that game's going to be awful. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be entertaining, but it'll just be poorly played. We just saw it this week. So it's like it basically the, the sequel seven days later. And I thought they might want to uh, give Buffalo a little push here. If Buffalo is going to be marketed as the real challenger. Right. You know, to KC. Like I thought maybe they gave him a little Sunday action or something, but no. And Buffalo was the Shakey's game last year. It was Buffalo Houston. And Buffalo had like a 14 point lead or something. Houston came back yep. and uh won that game. But yeah, they they like that game, Bill. That Pittsburgh they make it a night game Sunday. So Buffalo's home for the Indianapolis Colts. Guess the lines. Our 14th year together in the playoffs, but we've never had six games to right. maneuver. It's gonna throw everything off. I was torn between going Buffalo minus seven and Buffalo minus six and a half. And I went back and forth and I went back and forth and I went back and forth and I landed at Buffalo minus seven against the Colts. Yeah, you're going to get mad at me because I had six and a half and that's what FanDuel has it as. Buffalo Uh, six and a half. Damn it. It's right there. If anything, I think it climbs a little bit. I'm not taking Indy. That's a damn good first round game. It's a good first round game. That feels like a tease to me. Yeah. Normally we don't love teasing round one, but we've never had six games to work with in round one. I don't know. Were, were you uh, keep, keeping close? Like the uh, the Jags had the ball down six and the number one pick in their hip pocket and were driving and about to just crush every money line parlay I've ever made in my life. And I was screaming at the top of my lungs. And the Dolphins had a chance to get in. Um, so as good as Jonathan Taylor is, as good as Rivers has been, and everybody else, the defense, they almost didn't make it. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's a nice teaser game to start things off. The one thing I'll say about Indy, positive, I guess, is they, they are good in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's like they, they probably have less adjustments over the course of the game than any of these teams that we've watched. But Yeah, maybe. I could see them hanging for the first half, but I could also see Buffalo winning this game like 45 to 10. Mm-hmm. Cause I think Buffalo might be that good. I think that Buffalo San Francisco game was the game when yeah. I just looked at them differently after that game. They seem so unstoppable that game and so in control of who they are. And Allen's really good. Yep. So yeah, um, I mean, there was a minute where you thought the Miami had them stacked up and then they like, you just, you, you know, Buffalo green Bay, you can outplay them for one quarter. It seems like, and that's it, right? And then they get mm. they they get in their groove. I am happy that Indy is in this game and not Miami, because I think if Miami was in this game, what do you think the line would have been? I would I would have said like Buffalo ten and a half. Ten, yeah, ten, ten and a half. That's against right. Tua. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the division games in the first round. If it so happens that they keep winning and they meet, you know, like we'll talk about, you know, Rams Seattle's next. I don't know. I would rather not see this again. 
Yeah, that, it, it is more fun when it's two teams that would never normally yeah. play each other. All right, Ram Seattle, let's do that one. So it really seems like Goff might not play. Yeah. But they have to put a line on it because it's the playoffs. They want people to gamble. I'm not sure how much of a difference Goff makes with the line, but because it's Wolford, <laughs> I had to bump it a tiny bit. Seahawks four and a half over the Rams. Oh, you did bump it. All right, you get it. I said four, and it is exactly four and a half. So you get that one. Um, oh. That? What? Oh, I already mailed you the lines. It doesn't oh, matter. I'm stuck at four. No, matter. no, it's fine. Well, whatever no, I you forgot. Said. If you said four, it's fine, buddy. If you need to cheat, I feel like you have a lot in life, but if you need to cheat, that's fine. Yeah. I'll do four. All right. Give me the give me the four. All right, we'll take a tie there. Um, yeah, that it's so funny because I I thought they would give it a day and to to see if Goff was ready, and they put it up right away. And they're like, no, it's okay. We're good. We're good. We've seen enough. Four and a half. There it is. Vegas zone. Yeah. So let's talk ourselves into the Rams here. The defense would have to win it. Mm -hmm. They'd have to get one special team, one weird special teams play. It would have to be what, like a 17 to 16, 19 to 17, mm -hmm. 15 to 10. Yeah, which I, isn't too crazy because Seattle hasn't been lighting up the scoreboard except for when they beat the Jets and they killed them. That was their last great game. But the last couple weeks, hey, if you want to break it down, Ramsey's very good on Metcalf, right? Um, Seattle doesn't have a run running game that will uh, expose the Rams. And, and you know, Donald and, and Floyd and all those guys are exactly what we think they are every game. I'm going to have a hard time talking myself into Seahawks minus four. Yeah. Because I just don't love how they played, but who knows? This, uh, I remember your manifesto and Wolford on the road against Russell Wilson. That This is where it would, would fail somewhere, right? By Friday, you're, you're looking at this and going, okay, what am I doing? It's Russell Wilson against yeah. John Wolford. Mm -hmm. Don't get cute. I feel the same way about the Phil Rivers game. It's Phil Rivers on the road. Now, I don't know. Does the manifesto get thrown out when there's no fans or 10,000 oh, fans? Interesting. How hard is it to go on the road? At Seattle's what? Seven and one on the road uh, at home. So are they, are they much better than that normally? Next one is Bucks, Washington. Here we go. Now we talked about this line for months. We said it was going to be 10 when the NFC winner was two and six. And now they've, They've fought back to six and ten, whatever the frick the Giants are. Are they six and ten? Yeah. I don't even know what they are. What do you think? It's either nine and a half or ten by the Bucks. And I'm I'm gonna say I think it has to be Bucks by ten. Hmm. All right, I said eight and a half, and it's seven and a half. Really? Yeah. Now let me see. Let me take a look. Oh, no. I don't want to embarrass our friends at FanDuel. Oh, my God. FanDuel, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I think it's everybody. But... <laughs> who Who is taking the Washington for anything less than 10 points? Seven and a half, 46 and oh a half over God. under. Yep. That's awful. 
Yep. Well, there's there's our tease, Buffalo Bucks. I know. It seems like we should be able to get out of Saturday unscathed, right? With that teaser. Did Washington show you anything that made you think they can win a playoff game today? No. We were we were terrified for for Smith and how immobile he was and everything and throwing underneath and there's some bad dudes in Tampa. Philly was tanking and still almost beat them. Well, their defense is good though, Washington, right? So could they be one of those teams that gives, you know, the Tampa the happy feet? I don't know. I feel like he's in such a groove now. He got Antonio Brown a bonus. Did you see that? Yeah. The shuffle. I'll tell you this. If Tampa loses to Washington, that's a disgrace. That's the worst playoff loss of his career. Wow. It really is. They, why, they're terrible. I guess it is. That whole division's terrible. They're terrible. Alex Smith can like barely be a quarterback. Like that would be just horrendous. All right. We're going to have a lot of money on that game. Buffalo Bucks. Call that tease in now. All right. Sunday's games. This feels right. That, that early Sunday game. It's usually a banger. It's usually a physical game. Baltimore, Tennessee. Yeah, right. I like this one. It's in Tennessee. And I looked at it and I looked at it and I looked at it and I decided Baltimore should be favored. And I had Baltimore by one and a half. Are you going to crush me on this one? I said Tennessee's home. They're going to be favored by two and let the betters figure it out from there. Baltimore is a hefty three and a half point favorite on the road. That's a, a That's a repudiation of Tennessee's defense. And by the way, they're special teams too. That's yeah. the other thing. Now that we're in the playoffs, like the special teams, if you if you're shaky with field goal kickers, it gets a hundred times shakier in that playoff footing. Right. I all right. Here's my case for Tennessee. Lamar Jackson, well, first of all, it'll it'll partly deal with your case. Who is Lamar beaten in the last few weeks? Okay. They're the most overhyped team, maybe. In a way, I get it. Tennessee secondary is amongst the worst. But a guy like Lamar might not be able to expose that. Not that he might not be able to, but he might not do it to the tune of 50 points, 42 points. So what yeah. you got is now you're playing on the road against the best player on the field. I know it's not like NBA, like uh, you got to beat the best player on the court. So why am I taking them? But Derrick Henry's the best player on that field. Getting three and a half at home. I'm going to think about this for a little bit. I also like it. And you forgot the Ravens beat them earlier. They're lost to them earlier in the year. Right. And lost right. to them last year. Well, yeah. So I don't know. Does that, does that serve as a motivating factor? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think this is going to be close. Also, Tennessee home dog. Mm -hmm. I like it when, when somebody's defensive weakness doesn't match up with the other team's offensive weakness. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Baltimore, not great at winging it. Mm -hmm. Tennessee, you beat them by winging it. So I think that favors the defense more than the offense, weirdly. Yeah, you could be right. right. I, I'm, listen, I think Tennessee loses one of the next two games. I, I just, their defense will crush them, one of them. It might not be this one. So if we're going dogs to win outright, because the rule in the playoffs is don't pick the team unless you think they can win the game outright. Yeah. Indy, Rams, Washington, Tennessee. Tennessee by far looks like the most logical to sure. win the game outright out of this yeah, at home. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess Washington's home too. But yeah, Tennessee. Next one, Saints-Bears, which was a stealth uh, possibility for the Shakey's game. If you really mm. think about it, Drew Brees and his 11 broken ribs, Trubisky, like that yeah. would have been fine to start the weekend with. I uh, 
I went Saints by eight. Yeah, you get this. I went very light here. I said six. It's eight and a half. So you're going to get that one. Um, All right. So we have above, We have three teasers. Any finagling here with the league? I mean, they they swore. We got to a point where, well, if they play Saturday, Kamara can't play. If they play Sunday, he could probably play. And they're like, under no circumstances are we going to let the the schedule dictate where we put these guys, you know? And now here they are on a Sunday. But I think for some reason they like putting the Saints on Sundays, though. They, this felt like a Sunday game to me, right? I guess. I mean, you said it could have been shakies, but yeah, I guess. Brady Brady always plays Saturday night. That's right. like they locked that one down. Mm-hmm. And if Buffalo Indy was the shakies game, then it could either been be. Saints, Bears, or Seahawks, Rams for that middle for slot. Saturday afternoon. Right. All right. I'm I'm surprised they didn't make this the night game. Because the, the night, night game, game is Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Game. Yeah. I'm surprised Pittsburgh, Cleveland's a Sunday night game. I know. I, you thought it was the no, worst game. You thought it was, yeah, I did. was gonna I, bury it. I did think that was or that was the game I was the least excited about. Every other scenario I'm I'm eh, Seahawks Rams I'm not I'm not uh I'm not sold right now on this Sunday night on the Saints definitely winning that game I I think you started to talk about teasers but we know they're going to screw us one of these games well that's what I was going to ask you Buffalo minus seven what do you mean six and a half Buffalo's minus six and a half six and a half yeah Bucks are minus seven and a half Saints are minus eight Mm. one of those three is not covering a tease Mm. Can we just enjoy Saturday and watch the game Sunday? Say, hey, look at our teaser, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. We did it. I'm not betting on Trubisky. All right. How what walk me through walk me through your emotions today as you realize you bet on Mitch Trubisky? Like at what at what point of the game did you start hating yourself? No, it was all bad, but right now it's dealers holding a six. Like, what if Breeze get has those, like, you know. Khalil Max all over him, and they just—he's throwing like four yards at four yard outs the whole game. And Alvin Kamara, I know that's a—you don't want to talk about him just yet, but he's not going for four or five, six touchdowns. Like, what if it's one of those weird games, like twenty-four twenty? It's like a tragedy. You don't know, think I wouldn't even bring it up yet? How oh, he ruined my fantasy season. I know. I'm sorry. Twenty. I, I don't know. I think tw- I think it's like twenty-four twenty in the fourth quarter. That was one of the shows I was watching. The guy was like, God, I forget who it was. It was one of the pregame shows. The guy was like, I, I don't think Sean Payne gets enough credit. I don't know why yeah. he's not in the coach of the year conversation. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I have some ideas. They <laughs> they have like a top five payroll. Yeah. They moved all of their chips into this season and their record is right around <laughs> where they thought it, we, it should be when they have an old injury prone quarterback. Hey, can I ask you something? Speaking of pregame, good things that everybody says. When can we say things like, you know, like Haskins is caught at a strip club. When can we say things like, now I don't know what's going through that young man's mind. And I, well, I'm rooting for that young man. Listen, oh, how old, how old do you and I have to yeah. be? Can we say it now? I think we're close. When do you turn 50? July. All right. When do you turn that? 50? I think we're, we're next both, season. Like, then we're both 50. Yeah. Next okay, season. Good. All right. Good. That, that young, young man. man, that young man has a lot to learn. And believe me, I'm rooting for that young man. And what he did was wrong, but that young man has to learn that you put football over your private life. But that's part of being a young man. It really is the kid gloves era. Nobody is just like Haskins. What a fucking bozo. 
Right. Yeah. Nobody would say that on a show. It's always got to be couched and mm-hmm. there's got to be hope. And it's like, well, maybe the guy's just a jackass. Yeah. Well, if you, you know say what? young man, you say young man, you, you, that makes you feel like paternal, like you're looking out for him. And then you can say all the bad things you want. I like that. Yeah. Last one, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I looked at this for a long time too. I was try, trying to figure out a way to get this to Pittsburgh minus three and a half. And I just couldn't do it. And I went with Pittsburgh minus three. It is four. And I said three and a half. Mm. So I get that. So I went. I'm mounting a tiny bit of a comeback here. What is this? Nine, seven, two. Congrats. They're 18 weeks. I don't know about that game. That might just be, uh, I'm exhausted. Let's just watch this game and and uh, try to try to look ahead to the following week. I never feel confident in Mayfield ever. Mm. Even though he put up 42 points against the Ravens the other day. How many weeks ago? Three? Yeah. I thought that team looked super tight in the second half of that Steelers-Browns game. Didn't you? Well, Baker, that young man, now listen, you could do all the com- commercials you want, but that young man at some point has to focus on football. Uh, who's who's going to be next year's Baker, the guy who's in six commercials and we're trying to wonder how it happened? I don't know. I, I saw Is it back Justin back, Herbert? I saw Baker and Dak back to back. Like, uh, I don't know if there's a backup rotation for these commercials or something, but um, it is weird how these, it seems to be uh, the Madden curse all of a sudden. Oh, we didn't Bucks Washington. We didn't talk about the Evans injury. Oh, right. Yeah. That looked bad when it mm-hmm. happened. His knee just went the wrong way. And it looked like uh that looked like a torn ACL. But now they're saying there was no structural damage. So I don't know if that means he What was did they try deal? to get by? We were talking about this last week. They try he was in in the fourth quarter when they were just demolished. He's trying to get a thousand trip. yards. He did try to get a thousand. He had what, nine sixty going into today? So he's playing more today. He got it. He got it. He's the it's most seven injury. straight, seven straight thousand yard seasons. Yeah. So he got it. But like, uh, it's just unlucky for him. I guess you want to get those records and economy's bad. You got to hit those milestones and get the bonuses. But <laughs> that's, um, no one gets hurt more than him. Those records are weird because they seem to mean a lot to people. And then it's same thing with like the ring where it's like, got to get that ring. It means so much. And then, you go on like any sports auction site every week, everybody's selling all their rings, all their right, trophies. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, true. it's, like, it's like, can he, can I sell my record of seven straight thousand yard season? Well, these bonuses are weird. So we look at Schefter on Sunday morning and he's like, these guys are out week 17. And it's like a list of 50 fantasy players, right? It's, it makes up most of the first nine rounds. If you do a snake draft and fantasy, but then I was looking at, I was like trying to look like Tom, Tom Brady, if he's finished in the top five in quarterbacks, he gets a bonus. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bet some of his props over. But then there are some weird ones like Seattle got the onside kick and they didn't have to throw, right? They won the game. They got the onside kick. The Niners had lost. They threw to David Moore so that he could have 35 catches and get his bonus. Like they had the game in hand and they threw. They just had to kneel down. And the owner must be like, whoa. The hell's going on here? <laughs> was well, in the Saints game. Sanders game. caught his eighth pass and he was celebrating like he was riding well at the end of Jerry Maguire. It's yeah. so funny. I would like to see like a, just yeah. a, a string out of all of those. Yeah, there should that should be like at least a Twitter feed. Yeah, where we can we can see what things are. All right, let's rank the games: least excited to most excited. 
Which one are you the least excited for out of these six? Um, oh, man. Chicago, New Orleans? You're going to say Cleveland Pitt. I think for me, it's Bucks, Washington, because I really think Washington's bad. Okay. And it just, it's either a pad the stats game mm-hmm. or something horrible would have to happen for the Bucks. I, right. I'm just trying to figure out a scenario where the Washington's up 14 to three or something, and I, I don't see it. I think the Bucks defense is, I just don't see it. I don't see how Washington They shouldn't be able to game. score. Like, how many points do they need to score to beat this Tom Brady offense right now? Also, that'll be the third game of the day. We'll be a little worn out. Already thinking ahead to the Sunday games. Yeah, gotcha. Um, it feels like a chase game, too, for people. Is this going to be, you've now had a year of Tom Brady on another team. Is this another level? Is this going to be another um, hold your heart? Like, oh, no, I've not seen him play a playoff game without a Patriots jersey. Or are you? No. You're, you're okay. I'm, I'm just, all my my whole focus right now is making sure the Celtics don't trade for James uh, Harden. That's all I care about. <laughs> you trade, if we lost Mookie Betts and Jalen Brown in like a calendar year, I would be well, Why do you care? Why? What do you care? I love Jalen Brown. Gr- I don't, I want, I want to root for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum for the next 10 years. So that's all I want. All right. They already got rid of Mookie. Mookie was supposed to be in my life until I was in my mid sixties. And now he's in the fucking Dodgers. <laughs> I want Tatum and Brown to be on the same team. Just keep those guys together and let's compete. Tatum. I'm so well, tired of this. You fucking talk about NBA. a competitor. That young man is a competitor That Jason Tatum. <laughs> so, and that young man, Jalen Brown, also a competitor. <laughs> just keep those two. We just want to root for those two guys. Just keep them. Um, uh, I think you're right. So those three games, right? So what, whatever order you have them in, but Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Washington, and Chicago, New Orleans are at the, the bottom three. So I think most exciting is, is uh, Baltimore, Baltimore, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yes. That's a great game. Yeah. And I'm more excited for Saints Bears than you are because I he, Trubisky is fun no matter what happens. <laughs> All right. He, he's like, uh, I don't know, pick pick your craziest family member at Thanksgiving. Right. It could just go in any direction. Yeah, yeah. He's like when we FaceTime my Uncle Ricky at like seven at night after he's had two glasses of wine. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited. And uh, same thing for Trubisky. All right, just be they careful. They could be up seventeen three. Don't have too much on the Saints. Well, let me give you this gambling scenario that I think we should all be careful of. Mm. As you know, the night game is the chase game. You've you've been saying this sure. forever. Mm-hmm. Bucks Washington. The chase move would be I got to win some money back. I'm teasing the Bucks with the Saints oh, the next day. I see. And the Saints will just assume all of the Saturday chase money. Plus the residual Sunday money. <laughs> the other thing I worry about is Tennessee. Uh, too many people being on that as the underdog sleeper. Oh, uh, so I was—I was just going to say the other thing. If I had a Saturday night chase, I would do Tampa and Tennessee plus nine and a half. I think mm. I wouldn't—I wouldn't touch New Orleans. All right, last question. This is the most important one before we do Parent Corner. Mm. As we know, as we've established year after year. Kyle, you might, you might have to get the video going. Tell the social team. Make, 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 press record for this part. As we know, there's one factor that's more important than the playoffs than any other factor. Yeah. It's the most dominant force in football. It is the nobody believes in us factor. Oh. Every round, it rears its ugly head with somebody. Mm-hmm. So who is going to be the nobody believes in us team in round one? Because we're going to have one. 
Does that mean they win or just that nobody believes It means they win. Mm -hmm. And then they go to the guy right after the game and he's defiant and he's like, nobody believed in us except the guys in that locker room and he does the whole thing. So it's going to happen. It's going to be one of these teams. And if you go process of elimination, it's not going to be anybody in Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Bears, maybe. Mm. Tennessee, maybe. Washington, definite candidate. Uh... I don't know about the Rams. I was thinking the Colts had some nobody believes in us potential. But they have to win, right? They'd have to win. I nah. listen, we both love Buffalo, but I'm just nah. I'm just pointing it out. Nobody we just said pick- they're the big the team to beat. I, we can't yeah, kick them exactly. out. Exactly. The this round. is why they have nobody believes in us potential. <laughs> Who is cr- picking the Colts? Who's <laughs> taking them this week? Who's taking them? Buffalo's a cross off already. This is crazy. No. I'm just saying, who's picking who's picking the Colts this week? To Even win? Clay Travis. You work with Clay Travis, right. yeah, yeah. who's a lunatic. He's not sure. taking the Colts. Who's no, taking, he probably won't take them. Who's saying, like, you know who I love? The Colts to win outright. Maybe a person who's saying that. I don't think so. But let me just put it this way. And the, the spread, Bears would be the other one. The spread won't indicate this, but I think the Browns, for as long as they don't win a playoff game, is the no one believes in us team. I don't care that the spread is three and a half or four, but if they go to Pittsburgh, they're listening to Idiots like us are like, ah, the Steelers toyed with them. They let them in. They were two-point conversion away from winning that game, knocking them out. Like, talk about a chip on your shoulder. I think it's the Browns. It'll always be the Browns until they actually win one. You just don't think the Steelers are that good. Baker's been in five commercials. It's hard to say nobody believes in him (laughs) when he's like America's number one spokesman. I guess the Rams, if Wolford was the QB... Right. Nobody's actually going to pick them if it's Wolford and then their defense could win the game single-handedly. They've been to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, though. It's the Colts. The Colts are the team. I still like Buffalo. I'm just pointing it out. It's the most dominant force every round in the playoffs and the Colts Colts have that kind of shine to them. All right. That's it for round one. I'm going to say Browns. The Browns. Okay. Yeah. Um, The good news is you get to have the same conversation over and over again on your nine (laughs) podcasts and... On, on uh, Fox Bet Live every day, and you just get to look at these games over and over. You could have warned me, asshole, that I was spreading myself too thin. You could have warned me. <laughs> How dare you? I did warn you, motherfucker. Uh. Uh, all right, it's time for Parent Corner, brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. Whether you're buying or selling, our friends at CarMax are on your side. With the seven-day money-back guarantee at CarMax, you've got a full week to decide if it's the right car for you or... Simply return it for a full refund, no questions asked. And if it's time to sell, stop by CarMax today to get a custom offer on your car, leave with payment in hand, or take a week to think it over. Car buying, car selling, the way it should be. CarMax. Check them out today. CarMax.com. All right, Parent Corner, you have the floor, Sal. All right, I have the floor. Uh, How do I want to start this? Okay, so my youngest son, Harrison, better known as Harriso, um... He, uh, Christmas is December 25th. His birthday is December 30th, right? So there's that Mm. weird thing. Now he loves it. He loves it. Gets gifts. And then he gets gifts a few days later. And he comes to us like on the 28th and says, oh, well, you know, Santa didn't bring me my VR. And I I just, that's the only thing I want for my birthday. And my wife and I are looking at each other like, what? I didn't, we didn't see VR on his many lit. What the hell is that? What is that? And the VR, you know what the VR is? The virtual reality thing. It's those glasses, you put them on and you're mm. either in like some kind of field or you're fighting someone or it's a whole different life. And you, uh, it's kind of like the Wii used to be, I think. Right. But you're, you're, yep. you're, it's very physical. And then 
at the same time, other people could watch what you're seeing on the computer. So he wants this VR. He's a little young for the VR. So my wife's calling now. Now we can't deny him the VR, right? A little spoiled brat. But there's one VR within a, an, an hour's drive. And she has to go to like to some target in like Hawthorne. Or I, I don't know what it was like, an, almost an hour away, wherever it was. And she gets it. And we have it for his, his birthday, the 30th. And then on New Year's Eve, the kids are playing it and they're boxing and uh, they're celebrating. They're beating a boxer and whatever. And I'm like, all right, let me try it. And uh, so I put it on. And first of all, these things, they get so sweaty. It's ridiculous, you know. Um, and uh, we, I, I put it on and now I'm boxing this guy. And they're like, oh, you want to go against the Thai champion? I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't care. That's the guy you guys have been fighting. I'm like, yeah. So I go against him. And he knocks me down in two punches. And now they're laughing at me, right? And it's three three-minute rounds. Yeah. And uh, and I'm like, shit, I got to get up here. So I get up and I fight. And I'm you have to throw punches like, you know, every second, every second and a half. You have to throw like combinations to like to, to deflect the onslaught of what the Thai champ is throwing your way. So after like a round and a half, I'm like, I'm going to freaking die. I was like, I was in really bad attack. shape. Yeah. And the kids are laughing at me. And I'm like, it's worse if I quit, right? If I just put the game down, I quit. And I really had like a real rocky moment. I got knocked down four times. I got up every time. I'm not physically getting knocked down, but I'm exhausted from throwing punches. And um, and at third round with a minute left, I'm like, I really felt like I was gonna have a heart attack. I'm like, what's worse if I have a heart attack on New Year's Eve in front of these kids for this VR that we've tried so hard to get, or if I just quit now and I toughed it out and, uh, and I, and I got it and I, and I made it through the round and I ran and I almost threw up. I was like by the toilet. Like, Oh, I was like that out of it, out of shape for nine minutes of boxing where nobody's really throwing any punches back at me. And I didn't get to see any balls drop because I had, I had to go right to bed afterwards. So there you go. That was your New Year's Eve? That was it. Yeah, the VR and the New Year's Eve. And oh uh, don't get the VR. Just have kids play kids games. And and that's that. You dying while playing a <laughs> VR game that you got for your seven-year-old kid, I think really would have... I wouldn't imagine? have had that in the pool. And then the Met and then the uh, Cowboys blow it for me. That would have, in my, uh, in my honor, uh, been terrific. I spent my New Year's Eve thinking about you, thinking you were going to send out the Cody's. Oh, yeah. You do the character of the year every year, but you haven't done it the last two years because you've been too busy. Time. Yeah. But we can say Corolla would have won. <laughs> right? He's doing well. Yeah. Corolla. Corolla. <laughs> he did great this year. <laughs> Dr. Drew tried to steal it from him in the last strong, week. But <laughs> strong campaign by Corolla. <laughs> nice. Much like Aaron Rodgers. It was, nobody thought he could do it at his right. age, but he yeah. certainly did. Well, let's put it this way. My friend Ken married a 22-year-old woman this year, and he didn't he didn't sniff first place because of Corolla. No. <laughs> no, and Dixon, who's normally an unbelievable Cody candidate every year, he was just in hibernation, hiding from COVID. And I, I yeah. thought had his quietest campaign ever. He opted out. He basically opted out of the Cody's, yeah. Daniel had a good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel's always good. Um, <laughs> all right. So my parent corner. So I, I probably get Cody points for this. I'm in Arizona because my daughter's playing in the soccer tournament, mm -hmm. which we were, you know, it was a big decision for the Simmons family. Do we mm -hmm. want to be in a soccer tournament during the COVID era? And um, 
there's a lot of safety precautions. The parents have masks on the sidelines. When the kids come out of the game, they put masks on. Anybody who has a child who's an athlete has faced this conundrum, right? I think it's if it's basketball and it's indoors, maybe it's, it gets a little dicier. Mm-hmm. Volleyball, it's a lot yeah. more germs, stuff like that. The soccer, I gotta say, it, it. I'm not saying it's safe, but you know, at some point, my daughter just wants to play soccer. That's what she wants to do. She hasn't played in forever, so she's in this tournament. So we go to Arizona. We drive six hours on Thursday, and tournament's still going. By the way, there's semifinals tomorrow. Um, and the the catch was that we just got this puppy, uh, and this puppy is is basically Marley and me, the real life dog. This dog is a lunatic, eats three full bowls every. His name's Murph. We talked about him a couple of previous mm-hmm. parent corners. Eats three full bowls of food. He's chewing everything. Two of the dogs have so much disdain for him; it's unbelievable. Jesse has kind of is the only one that's friendly with him, and. uh, so I was a little afraid to leave him with my wife because he'll wake up at one thirty, then he'll wake up at three, then he'll wake mm-hmm. up at five. Neither of us have slept for like two weeks and my wife's starting to lose it. So anyway, um, Friday night I called Zoe, her team had won this game. I call I'm all excited. And my wife's full meltdown. Oh no. Where remember, well, you, the last kid you had was seven years ago, but when, they hit that when, when the wife hits that point with the baby where it's just like their whole world's crashing down. They haven't got <laughs> enough sleep. They have nowhere to turn. Right. Somehow it's your fault because you decided you wanted to have the baby with her. <laughs> right. it's, it's like, you're getting blamed. It's like, what did I do? We decided to have the baby together. Yeah, but you were the one who wanted it. And they, <laughs> they start having that stuff. And she's just berating me about this puppy and you wanted this and this is it. Now uh. I, I'm not sleeping. And you know, I, I'm too old to do this. I I have huge bags under my eyes and I'm losing my mind. And she just starts like bawling on the FaceTime. I'm like, I just want to tell you about, uh, that's always game. And, uh, the dog was just breaking her down emotionally. And she's like, we we might have to get rid of him. I just, I can't do this. And I'm like, you can't, this dog's like the best thing that happened in 2020 for me. You're not getting rid of the dog. So we're fighting, um, call an hour and a half later. She's fine. Really? Murph's asleep. He's great. Here's a picture of him. It was like, it's honestly, it's like having a kid again. It's all the same beats of having the baby in your house when there's no sleep and not enough help. And it's just completely unraveling. So anyway, well, you know, it's it's because you're calling with good news, but you're with the other kid, right? It's not like you're at a J bugs bachelor party or anything. Right. 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 right? So right. you're like, Hey, what? I mean, would there have been a scenario where you stayed home with the dog and she went to Arizona or this is just, yeah, that could have happened. Yeah. I would have, I would have been fine with it. I, I think I enjoyed the soccer probably a little right, bit more, right, but for right. me, it's been so much fun just to watch yeah. games and feel normal. But at the well, same that time, young, let me tell you something. That young lady has a lot of heart. <laughs> and <when> that, Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the parents all have masks on the sidelines. Like it's not, not weird. Right. You know? And it's like, Hey, we barely, she's on a new team. So we barely know like anybody in the team. And it's just mm-hmm. like, Hey, what's happening. And and it's just, all of it's weird. Yeah. And then they come out and they put a mask on when they're out and you know, it's all safe and there's hand sanitizer and she gets in the car and she's hand sanitizing. 
Um, but at the same time, at least she's playing something. But man, yeah, what a absolutely. fucking weird. It is strange. Weird I, times. I was looking like we're getting less and less, but the numbers are worse. But remember when like in Mar late March, the first time you got in your car since the, and you're like terrified to touch your steering wheel. Like, it's yeah. just like, uh, and now we're kind of going back to that a little bit. I don't know. And then there's Mar-a-Lago all around us too, when you look. So it's really two different worlds. I don't even, I feel like inadequate as a parent. I don't even know how to give advice anymore to the kids on any of it. The biggest thing we did in Arizona was we went to uh, Raising Cane's, which I hadn't done before. Oh, Raising I Cane's mean, is considered, it's kind of like the sleeper. It's the camp of people who are like, oh, you think Chick-fil-A is good. You've never had Raising Cane's. It's oh, like Cane's. Right. I saw that, yeah. that thing for that. I, yeah. It was a good. So half hour line, no matter where it is, really? you, can, you can only order four things. They, it's like a sandwich and then three different box things. So it's one of those places that it's like the old Mike Lombardi joke about the offensive coordinator that has the diner menu and there's too many plays. Versus like the, the offensive right. coordinator is just like, we do these five things well. Right. And yeah, that's yeah. where you want to eat. So Raising Cane's is like, we do these things well and that's it. You're, mm -hmm. you're going to get chicken fingers. I like that. There's going to be Texas toast. Mm -hmm. The fries were bad, but the Texas toast is really good. You could take the toast and put it with the chicken fingers. So that was really good. So that was the, that was the, the food highlight. Other there than that, was, it's like, there, it's there not was, like you can do anything when you're on a trip because a, you can't go anywhere. A graphic went around this week that had state by state everyone's favorite chicken joint and raising canes won like 35 states. And I then made a mock-up one with, uh, because it became apparent to me that raising canes was behind this whole thing, putting their name on 35 of the states. Oh, interesting. So I, I made one for favorite sports sites and I put extra points there and the ringer one, like <laughs> Arizona and Montana. I'm like, nice job ringer way to compete. But, uh, but yeah, it won California Raising Canes. And I've been all over California. I technically live here and I've not seen one. Have you seen one out here? It's at least an hour from, from us. Is but there, okay. there are. They, once you get toward like the Palm Springs area, there's some. Really? So I thought the chicken was actually better than Chick-fil-A. Wow. Slightly. Yeah, like by, by, by a hair. It's like by, by a last minute field goal. The sauce was better. And I like the Texas toast. But the Chick-fil-A, way better. The fries, no contest. And then... Mm -hmm. They Waffle have like fries. milkshakes and stuff like that. Yeah, right. So Chick-fil-A has almost like all the side stuff and the chicken, it's not really a difference. Mm -hmm. So I, I still have Chick-fil-A ahead of them. I love Chick-fil-A. The family's turned on us and they go Popeye's now. Really? When Popeye, did that happen? Popeye, I don't know. Just like in the last month or so. Popeye's over Chick-fil-A. Uh, that's just like, bored. That's like when people were bored of yeah, maybe. picking MJ to win the MVP or something. That could be it. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A still, I think Chick-fil-A across the board is, is probably it's rock solid. I still don't like that. They're not open on Sundays. Like every Sunday I'm like, I still go to DoorDash. I'm like, Oh shit. I, I, I forget that I can't order it. So it's a bummer. Slap. In yeah. Chi Chick-fil-A is not open on Sundays and have offended large swaths of our population yeah, right. for various things. And yet right. we still go. I know. It's really good. I know. Uh, but yeah, Raising Cane's was good. It was worth going. So anyway, yeah. Uh, four day, uh, father daughter trip. And you might be there another two days? No, driving, driving back tomorrow. Oh, yeah, both semifinals I would and say finals I'm, tomorrow? I'm minus, yeah, it could be semifinals and finals tomorrow. I'm gotcha. minus 150 for a speeding ticket on the way home. Oh, yeah. And if they make the finals and then it's like a drive after that, it, I could be minus 300. You're crazy. Because you You're have a crazy like these, driver. You have these two hour stretches where it's just straight. 
Right. And yeah. there's like no cars, but then oh, the I cops can hide in their little, their little areas. We were, she had a game at nine o'clock on uh, one of the days and we had to get there at like 8.15 and mm-hmm. we're driving down this long road and, you know, it's not, not really action packed on a Saturday at nine o'clock, whatever it was. <laughs> and there are these two people on one of the corners with huge Trump signs mm. and they're just waving the Trump signs like, nice. you know, how you would do it when you're trying to pull somebody into your store or something. Right. And they're just waving the signs at all the cars that are going by. It was like seven... 48 in the morning or something. I'm like, oh man, Arizona, <laughs> live it up, live it up to its reputation as just being wacky. Has she, uh, does she get mad when you speed or does she, does she even, or is her head like down on the phone watching, you know, or I don't speed. Like, I'm not as crazy if she's in the car. Really? If it was okay. by, if it was me by myself, I, I don't know what would happen. I'd, be, I'd be like Marty McFly. Yeah. But, well, that um, young lady, that young lady's got a lot of character. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> all right. That was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer, car buying, car selling the way it should be. Check them out today at CarMax.com. Uh, all right, Sal, what do you have to plug? You're going to be uh, on like 45 shows yeah, this week? You'll, you'll hear exactly the same thing I said tonight on Extra Points tomorrow with Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. We got the Lemon Pepper Parlay Wait, can guys. I give you advice? On Please. The, yeah. Just to mix it up because it's the next day. Yeah. Just, just be the heel with the Steelers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, but then like, just spend like the a, whole show doing that. <laughs> what the hell? What do you, you know what I'm dealing with? Don't you think that's what we end up doing? Like 40 minutes True. on Big Ben. But, but uh, yeah, well, no, we'll talk about the Steelers <laughs> for 40 minutes. And then you got uh, the waiver wired with Jerry and Jen and against all odds crew on Tuesday. Lots of football, lots of gambling. We hit it. We hit the fun time of year, right? Well, speaking of gambling, we have noticed that seemingly every day in the NBA. I think it has been every day this week. Yeah. One big underdog has won outright. Oh, and we're trying to figure out today was, uh, wizards nets. What was wizards nets? Yeah. The wizards were like plus nine. They're Mm -hmm. like plus three fifty. We're trying to figure out the reasons for this. And I think, I think Rosillo thinks it's empty arenas, which is a theory I've heard. And I don't think he's wrong on that. There's mm. a really weird energy in these arenas with the no fans. And it was different in the bubble because they made the bubble this confined like AAU type of thing. Right. But now they're playing in real NBA arenas and there's nobody there. And they can try to dress it up however they want, but it's a fucking empty 18,000 seat stadium. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really screwing up these lines. And so we looked today and there was a bunch of big underdogs. And I texted you and House and Hench and I was like, yeah. One of these are going to hit and one of them hit, but it's uh, just something to watch every day, day after day. We should watch for it. And it, it, it bummed me out that the New Year's Day game, um, eight out of nine went under. Like everyone was hung over and, and shooting. Oh bricks. my God. Like what the hell? We have to remember that for next year. Hung over doing what? You can't go anywhere. I don't know. You stay in your room and open Kavasi. Yeah, I don't know what everyone drinks anymore. Listen, I don't want to judge these young men. <laughs> I don't know what's going through that young man's head. <laughs> I can't wait till July. We get to say it unironically. It's going to be fun. Should mention nobody offered to adopt Kyle's bunnies this past week. Oh, really? Yeah. So that didn't work. I heard some extra stories about Kyle's bunnies that he may have purposely left out. I won't mention them uh, today, but that was. Uh... What were the stories? Well, Jim Cunningham, did Jim Cunningham tell you? Yes, one? he did. He did. What what was it? I mean, Kyle, you could obviously cut this, but I think one of the bunnies ate the other. There was a bunny cannibalism? 
No, he's wrong. <laughs> Kyle, well, it's a weird specific thing to make up. He texted me about this. Yeah, it was weird. He's Kyle. Not, he must have misunderstood me. Are you sure? I promise you. I promise. Kyle, do bunnies eat each other? I think if they're dead, they do. I think that's what I might have been telling him. Like, if you leave a dead one in there, maybe. But uh, it didn't happen. It didn't right. happen. I so, feel better now. Well, now he made the Bill Simmons podcast. Good for him. That's do it. you and Jim Inspired. Cunningham talk about bunny cannibalism like once a week? Or what's <laughs> the schedule on hilarious, that? But that's because he thinks it's funny. But he talks. <laughs> he reminds me about my rabbit all the time. I think they complain uh, about us. And once in a while, they'll veer into bunny talk. I think that's what happens. <laughs> Kyle, how dare you complain about yeah, me? Yeah, don't complain about us, Kyle. Jesus. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> Sal, pleasure as always. Can't wait to uh, text yes. you 10,000 times next weekend. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com.